You are listening to the Women Up podcast. My name is Rocio and I'm the founder of the Women Up Network. In this community, you are going to find networking events, meetups and workshops. If you want to know more information about them, please visit us on Instagram on womenup.co or if you prefer Facebook, you can join as well the Facebook group of the Women Up Network Budapest. If you are interested about business goals, women empowerment, entrepreneurship, and career development, please stay because we start a new episode right now. Hello, Veronica, and thank you so much for being here with me in this episode about emotional boundaries in your business. Hello, Rocio. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for joining. If you want to share with the listeners of the Women Up podcast a bit about yourself, uh, what do you do here in Budapest? Yes, of course. So um, my name is Veronica. I am an actress, a business owner, yoga teacher. Um, and yes, currently here in Budapest, I am building my yoga business, both online and live. I am building a community and I'm working towards to having my own studio space where we can have healing practices, community practices, and just help each other overcoming our past traumas. <laughs> I love it. And I love working with you as well. <laughs> That's Thank why you. I'm super excited to have you here in this episode <laughs> uh, about this topic of emotional boundaries in your business. I really wanted to, to know from you, when was that moment when you maybe realized that you really had to establish certain boundaries in your business? Wow, yeah, that's a really good question. Um, I think I had the realization um, before I actually started setting the boundaries. Um, so I did have the feelings uh, that you know, something is just not okay. Something is not clicking in my business. It's not going as I want it to go. People keep not showing up. I'm overgiving. I am spending so much of my energies and I don't see the return. And it was just a big pile of frustration in my chest. Um, so I started my business actually three years ago when I still lived in England and I was doing online uh, videos, videos for YouTube and so on. And then during the pandemic, I moved back home and I started to teach yoga both online and in person. And at the beginning, I was just so I, you know, focused on getting more students. And I was so mm -hmm. afraid of not having enough that I would be doing things like I would post a group class. And even if one person turned up only, I still kept the class. And, you know, it was so much of my energy and time invested of course, prior to the class. Exactly. And I would still not be able to cancel it. I would still not be able to say, you know what? I can only hold a class if there are at least two people. So that was somewhere around uh, two years ago uh, when I was still <laughs> very much on this pattern. <laughs> But let me tell you, it was a journey because even just a couple of days ago, I set a new boundary in my business 
because again, I just arrived to this frustration and uh, people canceling in the last minute. And I was like, you know, I had six students sign up for the class and I would had, have two students showing up and I wouldn't know what to do. And I was like, a new boundary needs to be put in place. Yeah, <laughs> so I would say that every time I feel that there is a frustration that, or I would feel that I cannot um, control or shape my business, it means to me that, okay, there has to be a new boundary. So uh, a year ago, it would be, okay, I'm only holding the class if I have at least two or three students, because I'm not giving one-to-one private classes um, on the price of a group, group class. And um, with the late cancellations, you know, putting a cancellation policy in place and having a 24-hour cancellation and prepayments. I was so afraid of prepayments and um, accepting class buses. And now actually I can have that in place. And if people cancel too late, I simply mm-hmm. just um, cross one, one class of the list. And, you know, it's weird because... I was just afraid that if if I put up boundaries, then people would be thinking, oh, this is too strict or that I wouldn't want to uh, show up because, you know, it's like not as free flowing, Mm -hmm. et cetera. But actually, people are very happy with the boundaries and the customers are very happy. It's more organized as well, 100%. Exactly, exactly. And it just shows how much respect you have for your energy and for your business. And for your time as well. And for your time. Yeah. So I would say it's a very good image to have boundaries because people see that you have a healthy relationship with their own business as well. I want to ask you as well, because you were saying that before you were always overgiving. And I think as well, like sometimes, you know, I get into this trap of overgiving and, you know, yeah, just offering a value basically. But when can you differentiate when you are just overgiving versus maybe delivering real value, let's say as an extra for your service? <laughs> So um, overgiving is very much uh, such a huge amount of information that really uh, sets you off of your time frame Uh and your energy frame. So let's say I would do a group class uh, for a student, for one single student. And instead of a 90 minute class, it would extend to two or two and a half hours because they would stay behind. They would ask so many questions and I would happily give the answers, but it was just, you know, eating up my time, my own personal time after the classes. I think as well as maybe when you feel like uh, you are giving, let's say too much to digest, to that person exactly. like sometimes yes. you know like i'm creating right now as well a, a program like you are doing and mm-hmm. i will be starting it in october it will be like a three months program for new entrepreneurs and the thing is like i you know like when you feel like okay i have so much talent to, to like to provide <laughs> so much skills that i want to share so many things that i want people to know that sometimes like when i try to wrap it everything together i was sharing it the other day with a friend of mine and she was saying to me there's too many things. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like I think people will feel overwhelmed. Like I know that you have a lot to share, but I mean, they will not have time actually to learn about all these kind of things. 
Exactly. So actually simplicity is a key. And if you feel that during creating that content, you are overwhelmed, most probably you are overgiving because just imagine on the other side of the receiver side, mm -hmm. your students have to digest it all from square one. So yeah. they don't know anything, let's say, or maybe they know a little bit about the topic that you want to talk about. But still for them, they have to absorb all that knowledge they have to understand they have to integrate it into their life and so you know it is a lot even just one simple technique might take days or weeks for somebody to to master if i mm -hmm. just think about yoga right so of course uh, when you're overgiving you you see it on your end and you have to put yourself into their shoes and think if I was completely new to the subject and if I had this amount of time to spend on it how much content would I be able to next to my work life next mm -hmm. to having a personal life would I be able to digest and actually absorb mm -hmm. I love it yeah Totally like a, a new way of, of saying this. What was the, because, you know, like when you're growing your own business as well, uh, and you reach to that level of setting up boundaries and like arriving to those realizations, there is always like a personal transformation behind the scenes happening. So what was the personal transformation that made you realize, okay, this is my new version, let's say, as an entrepreneur or as a freelancer, as the owner of my own business. That's why I have to come up with these emotional boundaries. What was the personal transformation of Veronica? I would say for me, the personal transformation definitely came from gaining more self-confidence. And that is in every regard. So it's charging more for my services or not more, more compared to myself, mm -hmm. <laughs> but quite even compared to the market, you uh -huh. know? So I know that so many entrepreneurs, they are shooting their prices below the market price because they think, oh, but I'm not worthy of that money as somebody else on the market. Um, well, actually that can be damaging for your business because maybe you value yourself lower, but actually your services are just as good, but because the customer thinks- Or oh, even better, yeah. <laughs> The cheaper exactly and your customers see oh but this is too cheap I don't want to go that way because I don't want to buy a cheap product or a cheap service you know what I mean mm -hmm. um so confidence really that my self-worth is is just as high as somebody else's worth on the market um before that I lacked confidence that I can do it and then once I started this transformation uh, on the personal field and valuing my own time so boundaries in your business is not just boundaries towards your your customers but also boundaries towards your own time so how much time do you work how much problem how many problems do you want to solve in a day are you working 14 hours endlessly and burning yourself out or are you able to say you know what for today this is enough and from now on I have to enjoy my life that is also a healthy boundary that we need to that made me realize Veronica was something that I read and I found like extremely insightful and it's like why would I want to leave my nine to five job if I will be working 24 7 for my own business 
exactly <laughs> and you know it's no problem so I'm sometimes I'm in the flow and I can sit in front of the computer <laughs> yeah. and work 12 hours that's fine but it's it's just knowing that when are you pushing yourself beyond that limit when are you not enjoying creating what you're creating anymore and forcing yourself simply because your ego says no I need to hit this mark as well and I need to take this box as well or are you able to just let go for that day respect your body's needs respect your your health and say you know what this is enough for today and I'll continue when I'm in the good mood when I'm in the zone um, so definitely that self-love and, and self-respect was the, was the point for me when I was like, you know what, my time is more worthy than just having one student and overgiving even in that amount of time. Like respect myself. And once I do that, other people will, will respect uh, my time as well. I love it. What is, uh, let's say like when you talk about emotional boundaries, let's talk about your program. Um, which kind of emotional boundaries do you think like you can think of when when speaking about business I know about uh, we spoke about emotional related with money uh, or emotional related with how do you respect yourself how many others usually like did you have to come up with well um when it comes to emotions towards money mm-hmm. towards business towards relationships um so in my program i start from the self and that was my journey years and years and years ago that the relationship to myself will reflect in relationship in other relationships as well mm-hmm. including money relationship with my parents my friends colleagues um, what about relationship with clients and relationship with clients as well. So of course, as I said before, if you respect your time and set up healthy boundaries, then your clients will respect your time as well. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if this is what you meant. Um, and also, of course, when it comes to, let's say, overgiving, like, of course, I want my clients to be satisfied. But if I'm overgiving, I'm actually making them feel anxious or I am, I am overwhelming them. And then they will feel, okay, I'm not too sure that I I can, I'm on that level yet. So you always have to check with your client, like what level are they on and how can you have them towards the next step and to the next level and not the five levels above, because that's too overwhelming. Like don't put too much on their shoulders, but, you know, just always assess how they're feeling, always check back with them and then safely move on from where they are towards to where they want to be, but just one step at a time. I love it step by step. Yeah, like totally agree. Like sometimes we just feel like we need to give them a lot of value. And as well, I think it's related with your day-to-day life as an entrepreneur. I was reading the other day about this kind of hamster wheel when you have to keep yourself busy or overwork yourself to feel Mm. uh, that you're actually giving your clients value. And it all starts, I think, from your mindset, like not because you can, you make your business more difficult. It means that your service is worthier, if you can say it that way. Uh, as an example, like before, usually I was just, instead of working smarter, I was just trying to 
over work myself in terms of okay i'm going to rebrand my instagram page i'm going to do this i'm going to do these other things so at the end it's like instead of being productive i was just undoing and redoing all the time my own work because i was reaching up plateau. let's call it let, let, let's say that way and i was not actually ready to level up because i was not giving myself per- permission to say okay this is what i've done it's okay like is it right now it doesn't have to be perfect I can just leave it this way and I can move on to the next thing because that was easy you know and in my mindset in my previous mindset I had understood like okay in order to achieve or in order to reach that level of success that I want to achieve I have to really work hard (laughs) <laughs> so it's I like, okay. can totally relate to that so yes. what's success for me like usually I have to do this chicken with myself and kind of understand okay this is where I was two years ago this is what I am now and whatever is it that I'm going to be two years from now I can do it in an easier way I'm currently reading a book uh, called Children it's been it's written by um, Denise Duffield Thomas, she's an Australian author, and it's basically about this, and it's been extremely helpful for just removing all these kind of, you know, like limiting beliefs around how much do you actually need to work for your business. So I was reading something that it's like, um, I realized at some point that I was working in my business instead of working on my business. Mm-hmm. And it was such a realization because it's like, okay. I've been all my life an employee for a company and I'm used to work for other people and I'm used to have a manager and I'm used to uh, being told whatever is it that I have to do, but not, uh, I'm not used to create something by myself and mm-hmm. not used to work on my own stuff. So it's as well a transition and as well like a, an emotional transition between what is correct or what was correct, let's say, before as an employee and what's correct now that I'm owning my own business. Yes, it's a totally different feeling, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. we do have these patterns coming to us, right? If we are employed by somebody else, then we have these patterns, how many hours we need to work, the level of stress we need to experience. Um, Our nervous system is just on that pattern and on that loop. And I can totally um, relate to this feeling of not being good enough. Oh my God, my branding is not good enough. I need to rebrand. I need to rethink everything. And then you're just going in a loop and you're never actually making a step forward because you're doing the same things over and over over and over over again. again. Just this fear of releasing your content, you know, and how, how I came over that is that I would say to myself, this is just practice. You just need to practice releasing this content. Like you have one hour, what are you going to create? How are you going to um, solve the technical problems and just release? And this might not be the perfect video. This might not be the perfect post, 
but at least you're doing it and your skills are getting better at it. Um, but I would used to just like sit in front of my computer and see like, oh my God, this is not good enough. And I would spend hours and hours and hours on a design. Yeah, and by the too. end, I was so confused <laughs> what looks good anymore. I mean, I was like, I cannot even see what I've created. And I don't know why something works, something doesn't. And I would spend four hours and the result wouldn't be different. Mm-hmm. Um, Instead, now I try to be as efficient as possible and take the other time to look around, to educate myself. You know, if I'm not happy with the content, fine, it's out there. This is the best I could do at that moment. This does not mean that a year from now, I will still create the same kind of quality. I would look around, I would look at YouTube videos about lighting, about videography, about editing. So, and also watch other videos, what I like. I mean, you have to know what kind of style you like to watch and consume because most probably the one that you like to consume is the one that you will be enjoying creating as Uh well. And also what I, um, the other thing I wanted to say is um, about regulating your feelings, because um, you were saying as well that you would feel that it's not good enough. Um, So it's all about emotional regulation and letting go of that fear that whatever we are creating is not valuable or, oh no, because for us, it's, it's, it's square one already, right? For us, we take it for granted that we have this knowledge or that we have this experience or we have this thing working in our life. But just think, you try to help somebody. So for them, maybe just telling them your daily routine is a great help because they have a reference point. So regulating our anxiety, our feelings, around our workplace or our business helps us regulate the business itself as well because like because you are your own business Mm. or you are your business if you're not regulating yourself it very much will reflect in your business and let me tell you like I used to post chaotically I'm still working on that but you know you could tell the gaps in my business when I was not posting content is because I was anxious about money or I was running after a job or, you know, something has happened in the background and that's completely fine as well. But I'm saying just looking at them, it's just a mirror. It's just helping you to understand where you are and helping you to, to, to manage your, your mental health and prioritize that your own um, emotions and feelings and physical health as well uh, because you are your own business so you have to take care of yourself and the rest will kind of just fall into place and it will not be as challenging and as difficult uh, like at the beginning. Veronica did you think that um, because I've been doing like this kind of um, I've been thinking like this with myself and when I look back and I see those times when I was actually stopping myself from releasing content or from, uh, I don't know, sharing certain kind of things on social media. Uh, I still, uh, I used to think like, okay, this is my perfectionist uh, side showing up. But then I came to another realization, which is, okay, was it perfectionism? Or was it that I was just too afraid of being seen as this new version of myself, being a coach, being a podcaster? Mm, self-acceptance of course I would say you know as an actress um, when you present yourself it's 
I mean, you have to be okay with who you are. I remember we had a practice in school when our teachers uh, asked half the class to stand in the middle of the studio and the other half to take a seat, um, looking at them like it was a stage. And then, you know, we stood there and we received no further instructions. And then oh my God. <laughs> we were all just standing there like, what the fuck is happening? I'm sorry, <laughs> excuse my language. And then we would be standing there for 10 minutes and you could just see how people reacted out of nervousness or out of the feeling that they need to perform uh -huh. or that they need to entertain. So everybody's deep kind of subconscious or, or psychic just wow. came to the service surfacing. What do I need to do when I am observed? And then the teacher was saying, you know, this practice is simply to get used to if you're on a performer, if you're an actress or an actor, you are going to be observed. Like people are going to look at you and you have to be okay with it. And it doesn't mean you have to be perfect. It doesn't mean you need to perform. It doesn't need to, that you need to overwork yourself. You just need to learn to be on stage mm -hmm. while other people are looking at you. And I was like, wow, yes. Because even that step that you're putting yourself out there, like you don't have to be perfect. You will have your flaws and people can relate to those flaws and you'll have your mistakes. And that just makes you more authentic and more human, but just putting yourself into that space and saying, this is who I am. This is the biggest achievement I think an entrepreneur can do when they start out. Of course, then you will add your value there, but just to know that you can be but also with healthy boundaries, like what aspects of your life are you sharing? Maybe you don't need to share everything. Maybe you want to keep your, your health yourself. I was just listening to a podcast when they are saying that just because you are having an online business, just because you are sharing uh, from your life experience, it doesn't mean that you, you have, have to show to everything. transparent about yeah. everything. I mean, you know, if you want to keep your private life to yourself, you are entitled to, and you don't need to share your romantic relationship and your family relationship relationship if you don't want to share your bank account details you don't need to like it's your choice so just decide but when you decide to share some aspects or other aspects is just to to gain that confidence and that comfort that okay this is who I am and just own it that's bold <laughs> yeah super bold <laughs> Um, Veronica if you have to just as a way of wrapping up this episode if someone is, let's say, wants to know an advice from you or some tips and tricks about how can they actually establish their first emotional boundary in their business, which kind of advice would you give to that person? Oh, I think it would be the biggest lesson, the lesson that I'm still learning myself <laughs> and I still need to remind myself of. Uh, this is trust in yourself. Mm -hmm. Trust that you have value, trust that you have the knowledge, trust that you can teach something and trust that you can charge for it and other people will pay for it. Uh, because if you don't trust yourself in, in, in all these things, then you are going to always lower the prices when you ha don't have customers coming in or you will always allow people to be late or to ditch the payment and so on and so on. But when you trust that you indeed have that knowledge and that value, um, you will start attracting people 
as opposed to chasing people. And I think for me, that was the biggest um, shift in my business once I started trusting myself is that I am just talking about the things that I know I have learned Mm -hmm. and openly talk about the things that I know that I'm still working on. And out of that authentic, honest place, I started attracting my customers and I don't have to chase them anymore. They are the ones coming to me when they are ready. And actually when I am ready, as well it's interesting how aligned this Uh uh, whole process is um is that once you start uh, working your your inside out and and working on yourself on the inside then the external will reflect accordingly but i think the work always starts with ourselves and the rest will unfold with less effort than than when we are forcing something I love it. I totally love it. And then if you want to please share with the listeners, how can they reach out to you? How can they connect with you on social media? And how can they maybe register for this beautiful program of emotional boundaries in your business? Yes. Um, So you can find me on Instagram and Facebook and YouTube um, at Karuna with a -A K-A-R-U-N-A. Uh, a <laughs> dot yoga dot hu or you can go over to my website where you can check all the programs i actually just uploaded a free workshop there as well if you want to take a look um it's at www.karunayoga.hu amazing i will be sharing it as well in the description box of this podcast so someone if someone wants to connect with you they just can go there directly and click on the link Thank you so much, Veronica, again, for being here, for sharing all your wisdom and your knowledge about this topic with me today. Thank and you, Rocio. I will see it's you around, definitely. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for being here another week. And remember to share this episode in your stories on Instagram and tag us at womenup.co. If you want to be informed about everything happening in this community of the Women Up Network regarding events, workshops, meetups, and everything, make sure also that you follow the page on Facebook, the Women Up Network. And yeah, I will see you again next week here, every Thursday at 7 p.m. Budapest time. Thank you. Have a good day. Ciao, ciao.